0: Use the Live long and prosper. Stop. I was
1: going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. Lilu
0: Dallas Multipass. Shut up and take my money.
1: By Grabthar's hammer. What a saving. One
0: does not simply walk into Mordor. X never, ever marks the spot. Until he's coming. You're a wizard, Harry. Stay a while and listen. My
1: whole crummy frog
0: yeah. Your ties are cool. So say we all.
1: This is is a a play on nerds welcome 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 to episode 136 of a play on nerds that's right you heard and saw correctly we are back with a regular a play on nerds episode i'm jarman
0: and i'm steve and this is weird
1: (laughs) (laughs) how long has it been since we've had a regular play on nerds episode steve
0: so the last time we recorded must have been the first week of January of this year, 2020, and we released January 8th of 2020. And that's the last time you guys got in a Play on Nerds episode.
1: <laughs> and we've uh, since then broken off into several different shows. Uh, we mm-hmm. do uh, Muppet Trek, which is a uh, ongoing show reviewing one episode of the original series of Star Trek along with an episode of The Muppet Show. And then we have uh, sappy crap. Tell our audience about that, Steve.
0: Yeah. So German and I, uh, you know how we used to just BS and reminisce on here. We're just going to do a whole podcast. That's us BSing and reminiscing. We're going to talk about what it means meant to be a teenager and a preteen in the late nineties and early two thousands in central Florida. Yeah. Tell stories that only the two of us can tell.
1: And I've already had a couple of people that I know listen to the episode and the first episode that's out, folks, and they said it's it's very relatable. So even if you're not in Orlando or not exactly the same age, you'll kind of uh, oh yeah you'll hear a lot of things on there that you remember. And we also have Real Opposition, which is our show, which will come out once a month, maybe maybe a little ish. longer than that ish, because <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a little more difficult to produce. It's where we um, review a, a very bad movie of some sort, which I will defend because I love all movies.
0: But, and I'm going to tear them apart because I hate them all.
1: <laughs> that's right. And it's not, it won't be your typical movies you probably have heard reviewed a million times on other podcasts and, and YouTube shows and that kind of These thing. These
0: movies are very poor.
1: Yeah, very poor, but very different. Uh, some more modern ones. But there's also an improv uh, audio drama segment at the end where we kind of pitch our own fake sequel of that movie. So and we, try we have. To fix it. Yeah, little scenes we'll put in there from those uh, movies. So it's kind of fun to listen to. So definitely what, check what those out. What
0: movies did we do so far? We started with Howard the Duck,
1: Howard the Duck, and then Major League
0: Two. And I highly recommend the Major League Two one. Oh, it's how the duck was rough. I feel like Major League Two, we really clicked. Kind of got. We're
1: getting into our groove with
0: it. we're gonna do. And the
1: cool thing is, if you. Uh- want to listen to each one of these shows individually and don't really care for the other content they all have their own podcast feeds on spotify and on on apple uh podcast and all podcast other podcast everywhere. catchers so you can follow just muppet trek just happy crap or just real position or and then on play on nerds still or if have you're its, here for us yeah for all of I our stuff
0: play
1: on nerds. <laughs> all the shows will come out in this this feed as well the main feed so if you want to stick here for this that's cool as well so steve we've a lot happens in their last big episode. So what's been going on in your life since January 8th?
0: <laughs> so last time, uh, I think we had like just told our my family that Anna was pregnant. Oh, goodness. And now I have a second baby. Yes. <laughs> His name is Dale, and he's adorable. Absolutely. He's a month old and some change right now. And he's
1: a feisty one, isn't
0: he? He's feisty. He, he like talks nonstop. He's such a vocal... Child, but doesn't scream and cry. He like nags and complains, kind (laughs) of like you.
1: (laughs) 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 Like father, like son.
0: But some, and then sometimes he just has these random outbursts where we'll think he's asleep, and he'll just go, (laughs) and then we look over, and it's like he did nothing happened. <laughs> well, that's fun. <laughs> He's having
1: some strange dreams, I guess. So,
0: David, kung fu fighting dream. yeah, and <laughs> lashing out wildly, unpredictably, and uh, uh, the coronavirus next, happened, right? Yeah, and the U.S. is on lockdown.
1: Yeah, that, how's that affected you?
0: Um, about a month after everything started, my bosses—I was one of the last people at work. Because at the time, uh, we were living in a one, a one the one-bedroom. Oh, we moved. Oh, my God. Yeah, we moved. Apartments yeah. also that happened. Yeah, big place now. Yeah, we got a better place, much better place. Um, but we were still living in the one-bedroom. And so it's, like, impossible to do work at home in a one-bedroom with the, with a the kid. Of course. Um, and so I just kept going in. And then one day, my, like, great-grandboss called me and said, <laughs> you probably shouldn't come in anymore. And I said, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> great-grandboss.
0: That's how I always describe because everyone gets it. Like, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Not my boss or my boss's boss, my grandboss, and my great grandboss. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I've been working at home, which has been an adjustment, especially moving. Luckily, the bigger place is kind of helping us keep our sanity. Nice. Um, and just doing a lot more online shopping. Of course, for groceries, for everything. For everything, yeah. We do. I order ahead and we do pickup, minimal interaction. We've been doing Uber Eats probably about once a week. Yeah, we've been trying so to keep it keep like once a week. Of all otherwise, the it's a lot of Instapot meals. I made some white bean chicken chili. That lasts a long time. It's good stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. I made, yeah, I made maybe a little bit too much. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I think. Otherwise, this I still go to work every day, kind of. At home. I still put in my time.
1: There you go. I think it's been very similar, a lot of changes for me as far as not, nothing like a baby, but uh I've also moved in that time. So it's difficult moving during the coronavirus. It doesn't it's not enjoyable as you know, Steve. Uh hard getting movers here and keeping everybody with their masks on and that kind of thing.
0: And you had a serious lady friend, but now she's a more serious lady friend.
1: That's right. Uh my girlfriend who I had just started dating,
0: maybe around that time, or maybe a couple mm-hmm. months in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys are pretty young.
1: Well, we're almost are to you guys, a year are you now
0: dating at Christmas,
1: September 13th is when we first got together. So,
0: so you guys have been together you know, four or five months. Yeah.
1: So now it's been almost a year, but my girlfriend um, traumatizing times will bring you together closer really fast. So she's already moved in. We live together now in a new house and it's wonderful. We're all set up now and living through the coronavirus together. So that's kind of uh, what's going on. But uh, everything's going well. Still doing my audio books and voice acting. It still happens from working from home. So I've always been working from home. So not much of a big true. change here.
0: I mean, that's kind of nice, I guess.
1: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it hasn't changed too much. <laughs> but I do miss going to parties. I'm an extrovert, so this has been quite a taxing time for me as well. But worse yeah. for others, I'm sure.
0: I mean, I think that really what saved me is that before my big you know, output was uh, D&D. Mm-hmm. Anyway, now it's still my big output. I just do it from my couch.
1: Yeah, I just I miss doing Dungeons and Dragons with people in front of me and the pieces and laughing and the having some wine and just all being together for it. But it's a good close it's second with the Zoom. You know, we try to make it happen over Zoom.
0: It's harder to have asides while your DM is looking something up when you're on Zoom.
1: Yes, and like goofing off about something else. <laughs> right. It's
0: tough. It is tough. Um, yeah. DMs everywhere are thrilled.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Everyone's <laughs> staying really on task. Much more than usual.
0: Well, they just can't see that you're watching YouTube on your phone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, That's what you're watching. YouTube. Yeah, that's it. Yeah so uh, this so, uh, episode why
0: did, we come back? why did we come back for a special episode Jarvin
1: well I wanted to say when we first uh, decided to do like kind of our final regular episode of uh, a play on nerds we decided we would come back occasionally if we felt like it if there was a special reason to come back and every yeah, year I, for the I old show
0: like a holiday episode maybe a Halloween or a Christmas episode yeah
1: we really liked our themed episodes and stuff yeah. and every year we also did a uh, San Diego comic con episode because they released tons of trailers and, and news information about needy nerdy geeky stuff so i Figured, why not
0: come back for a little special episode? And this year is no different, except for it was very, very different. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so San Diego Comic-Con uh, decided to go all virtual in the kind of like last minute. They didn't really announce it until really late. Uh,
0: yeah. So this is how this conversation went. Jeremy went, did you want to do an SDCC episode? And I said, that happened?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure, I guess. <sighs> and it's funny because most of the trailers, usually there's a ton of trailers, are all for things going straight to streaming services because-
0: Which is great. I'm so I'm actually very excited. That's the way this is going.
1: Well, yeah, because you got two kids. You can't go to the theater very often.
0: Oh, yeah. But I've (laughs) always maintained that, like, I would gladly pay the price of two movie tickets to sit in the comfort of my own home.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That that makes sense, I guess. I just miss the, the real theater. And if you want to hear more about that, go listen to our sappy crap episode number one, where we talk about going to the theater.
0: Well, I mean, for me. I miss the theater too, but I admit that I can't, we just can't do that with the kids. Right. But what I also miss is being able to like see the discussions and the hype about a film and like agree or dis. like, it feels like you're left out a little bit when you can't go see or see new movies.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that that just is missing and all these big blockbusters that didn't happen the entire summer. People Um, pushed
0: a lot of their roster to 2021. And yeah,
1: it's insane. And a lot of TV shows too. But thankfully for me, I'm so OCD when it comes to TV shows that I need to finish all of them when they come out. And I've been, I started watching way too many shows, like all the CW superhero shows and stuff. And I'm going to have like a year break to catch up on everything. And I'm so excited. <laughs>
0: because- oh, man, we watched a show that was like a radical recommend of yours. I think like two years ago. <laughs> we finally uh, watched The Good Place. Oh, I love The Good Place. Did we you like really it? We really enjoyed it. We only been through season three. I believe there's a season four. It's not available on Netflix.
1: Oh, that's weird. Oh, probably um, because it's not. It just came out not long ago. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, it can't it's, be that long. Uh, so that's the final gonna, season.
0: Yeah, so we're waiting on that. But we enjoyed the first three seasons immensely.
1: It's funny. My radical recommends for this episode will be related to the Good Place. Oh man, do you just wait?
0: Oh, so it's funny. The first thing we're
1: going to talk about from San Diego Comic Con was something that we talked about on this show uh, over years three years con. ago. <laughs>
0: three years was is that it? It yeah. was something insane. Something insane. the first
1: trailer came out in two thousand seventeen.
0: what are you doing with this movie, guys?
1: It's called New Mutants, and it's been through hell and back because, first, it was owned by Fox because it was in the uh, X-Men universe. And it's was they thought it was too dark. So they were going to retool it, do some reshoots. They weren't sure what it was going to be. So then it got screwed over because then suddenly Fox was in negotiations to be bought by Disney. And that was on the rocks for a while. So they weren't sure to do this movie at that point.
0: And then Disney agreed that it would be, I think, the final Fox release or something. And then even that got retooled. So I'm not even sure.
1: And then it was owned by Disney at that point. They're like, whoa, this is too dark for Disney. What are we going to do with this? And so finally. It's 2020, and they're like, let's do it. And then the pandemic happens, <laughs> and then they get to push it even further.
0: Um, oh, my God. Um, this is the first trailer that I feel like gives me an idea of what this movie is going to be, finally. Yes, and the, the, uh, the
1: style is really cool and interesting. I liked it a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, I, it makes me worried. Like, I'm still very worried about this film. And the fact is, is that if they didn't have all this hot, young talent that had stayed very, very relevant, yes, they may have ditched this project. But because it's got, um, what's your face, Arya Stark. The kid from the Stranger Things. Stranger Things and the kid from the girl from Split and a bunch of other stuff, because they picked this talent that has stayed relevant, I think that they, they're like, we can't walk away from this.
1: Well, they they got lucky, yeah, because they're all very popular and they all still kind of look similar because they, they're very young looking people. True. um even though it's been like three and a half years since they filmed it <laughs> so that was lucky on their part um but yeah i think when the first trailer came out it was so dark i could barely see anything it wasn't it was like a maybe a horror movie couldn't tell but this had a lot of cool action sequences cool powers um it just looks go out, do yourselves a favor go and watch the new trailer it's it makes it look a lot more interesting so i hope it finally comes out
0: eventually hey, German, uh I think it's funny that I just realized in our old rating system for films that uh, Shut Up and Take My Money and Get the Couch Ready are both now the same rating. <laughs> that is so true. So, this is a Get the Couch Ready. <laughs>
1: for those who don't remember, that was what we had ratings for all of our trailers. What well, were, yeah, Get the Couch Ready is the same thing. Well, this one might be waiting to go in theaters. They might be pushing it back until then. So,
0: um, I mean, I think, that, but under the later rating system, I would say this trailer, I'd give it uh, like one Gary Busey. (laughs) I forgot that was our new rating system. You're worried about it, but you're still going to let him use the microwave. I give a- You're going to watch him. You're going to watch him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I give it a very impatient but relieved Raul Julia.
0: Ooh. Like he just got done uh, having to wait for the restroom for a long time.
1: Yeah. And he's like kind of pissed because what was the guy doing in there? But now he's like, okay, finally, Jesus. But now he's relieved because he gets to piss. Finally.
0: Yeah. He heard the toilet flush and then the sink <laughs> rang, the sink ran. And then he turned the toilet flush again. <laughs> he's like, what's this guy doing? <laughs> What is he doing there? It's
1: not like it's the weekend. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> it's a Tuesday. I need to pee.
0: Uh, all right, so what's next?
1: Okay, <laughs> next is Bill and Ted face the music, and this looks adorable. I'm sorry. It looks wonderfully cute.
0: So I really want to be optimistic for this film. I really do, because rewatch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. If you haven't, it holds up extremely well. And if anything, acts as almost like a time capsule.
1: For that for the time personification
0: period personification of when that the time period and um, bogus journey has a cult following for a very good reason. I want this to be good. I'm not sure it will be.
1: I think the problem is, though, is that the original movies weren't masterpieces to begin with. They're just cute and funny and, and time capsules, like you said, and kitschy and strange. And so people are gonna expect this. To, oh, this better be good, man. But the originals weren't good. They're just they're stupid and they're fun. Like this, if this this is stupid and fun, it's done its job. That's what I'm going to say.
0: So the things I liked about the trailer are they showed us a lot of stuff, like a lot of stuff, at least like three different versions of Bill and Ted and various. True. But But, I still have no idea what it's about, really. And I like that. I like that they showed me a ton and I've got no clue. Well,
1: we kind of the idea that they're supposed to try to find themselves in the future to get the song that they've already written to save the universe
0: daughters end up in hell and they have to go rescue them. Yeah. It's a lot going on. A lot going
1: on. I like that. They have the daughters introduced. That's a good idea to kind of next generation gap it, you know?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Cause Um, kids their age aren't even to know what the hell this is.
0: So I'm going to uh, go with a very giddy Raul Julia. Uh, because while they did find his Raisinets in his bag, they didn't find his licorice, and he made it into the theater.
1: (laughs) I'm going with two Gary Buseys that convinced uh, Raul Julia to get high and watch this movie.
0: (laughs) It's just a little bit of BCP.
1: I don't do drugs normally. Okay, I'll try some. I know, Uh, know, folks, if you're listening this first time, and like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) It's a, many years in the making.
0: Hey, I'm not the one who missed 135 episodes. Yeah, that's your you fault, are. listener. So go back, listen to the library, come back and apologize. There you go. <laughs> I'm oh. tired all the time now.
1: So next we have a little blip about Fear of the Walking Dead, which uh, I don't think Steve watches. No. No.
0: No, but like the the Scarface guy from Walking Dead is going there this season? He was there last and,
1: season. He got there last oh, season.
0: Morgan was there last season or two seasons ago too, right? Two seasons ago, yeah. Oh yeah. That's all I like that's as much as I've kept up on it.
1: Um they've actually this show has actually gotten better uh with each season. Uh the first 3 seasons they just like didn't know what the hell they were doing. Um and spoilers, uh if you don't want to be spoiled
0: uh, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers.
1: <laughs> so first three seasons, like they just kill off like almost the entire main cast. So like they're like, I, I think they were just trying to blank slate this whole show and restart it again. And they did. And it's basically they really embrace now that's in the West. Um, it's like old West style now. Like, the characters are very comic booky. It's so much more interesting in different characters. Uh so I think they've really figured themselves out. I'm glad they had the time to do that. And this season looks like it's taking it to the next level even again. So I think it's it's actually really differentiated itself from The Walking Dead, which is really cool. Um, try it out, folks. Uh, and then we have Walking Dead World Beyond, the unnecessary spinoff that set a trailer out for quite some time. Steve and I reviewed this trailer or original trailer a long time a ago. A long time
0: ago, yeah. Uh,
1: what do you think about this, Steve. Which one is this? The World Beyond, Walking I've Dead.
0: Pic- I've got to see pictures. Okay, yes, we did review the trailer, <laughs> And we had no idea what it was. So we have a little bit more of an idea. It's 10 years after they said something. We don't know what event exactly. Yeah. And I And these kids have been raised kind of in the world of zombies, but at the same time, very protected from them.
1: It like they're in a Waldorf school and that kind of and, thing.
0: And they're going to go on like a fun adventure. And I think they're going to find that, that like zombies aren't mystical the way they thought the world doesn't work the way they thought.
1: Yeah. I think this they're isn't really about like, the one kid must go on an adventure across the country to go find his parents or something. So it's an important trip, but I don't know. It's just, the thing is how young those kids are in the, when they were filming this compared to when they're going to be actually able to film the next season of the show. I think they're screwed. They're, oh yeah. They're going to be adults.
0: with Kid casts. I think are screwed. That being said, what in general, what I am excited for to come out of all this is, I think we're going to see some very clever and unique new formats come out of this, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of excited to watch TV evolve. But how? Like, how's it going to evolve? You know, think of it this way: Who, you know, um, uh, Apple has launched new Fraggle Rock episodes, and their whole bit is that these folks are talking to their friends through these stones. Mm. Because they can't be with each other, and telling them about things they're doing. Gotcha. Like, I, I'm excited to see interesting new formats, and I think we're going to see a lot of interesting, like blue screen, green screen, chroma key kind of stuff,
1: and a lot more animation because it lot can more be done. In,
0: I think we're going to see a wave of adult animation, specifically. Children's animation will, will of course, also go up, but adult animation, I think, will go crazy. It's going to have to. Um, and we're gonna see a lot more like in inserted actor kind of stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah, and actors not touching each other strangely because they're actually not even on the same oh. set.
0: <laughs> oh yeah,
1: but yeah, um, it's a teenage cast. It looks unnecessary. I'm not really that interested in it, but yeah. uh, who knows? So I'll Me say, neither. maybe it'll surprise us all. I'll say two uninterested Gary Busey's walking away. That's my fucking temporal beyond.
0: Uh, I'm going to give it one Raul Julia sneaking away from the two Gary Busey's who did too much math in the movie theater. He's trying to get out without waking up. (laughs)
1: Sounds like a smart idea, Raul. Uh, So now we have the boys season two, which was also renewed for a season three already. Uh, Did you watch the boys season one? I did for the bulk of it. Yes. Yes. I liked it a lot. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, it's quite a ride,
0: you know. With how heavy the superhero genre has been in mm-hmm. the last decade, you know, I do. Lo- I've said this before. I like this kind of wave of anti-hero, right? Stuff kind of pushing back and playing the other side of that. And I've always really enjoyed that. And I think this really does the best of it.
1: Like literally anti-hero because the heroes are terrible. <laughs> <in this. laughs>
0: right. Um, but you know. Th- Things kind of like uh, like kick ass and those sort of things I, I enjoy because they're very anti the standard hero story
1: and kind of put a hero into the real world how it would actually be oh, as real opposed consequences to
0: consequences for what yeah the things that, yeah
1: not idealized but it looks just as bloody and crazy as the last season and it's gonna be oh yeah a lot is
0: insane he's the kind of character that you love to watch just to see what he's gonna do great actor great actor eerie as hell yeah. I'm a little sad Elizabeth shoes gone. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh,
1: what'd you say? Spoiler alert? Spoiler. Uh, for those
0: of you who don't know, my wife hates that sound effect, but I love it. For some reason. Because uh, I relish it so much.
1: So we're gonna watch <laughs> Boys Season 2.
0: Oh, absolutely. Watch it.
1: Perfect. Uh what we got next? Uh I don't know.
0: Well, <laughs> next we have I don't know the list. I'll just go with you, man.
1: We got Hellstrom. Which I read up a little bit on. It's apparently a, it's going to be on Hulu, a supernatural wow. horror show loosely inspired by a Marvel comic. But Marvel Comics has distanced themselves from it because apparently it's way too different because it's so loosely inspired that they don't even have their name on the trailer or anything. So right. it's interesting.
0: Isn't it, it looks like two people are children of the devil, like literally. Maybe. Or, demon or something. And because of that, they have powers, Maybe.
1: It was really hard to tell what was going on from the trailer. It was like a bunch of just scattered together images of like, like fire, a crazy and, lady, yeah, ghost She's an actress stuff. Actress I
0: like, yeah, She's she done is good. A couple good things.
1: Is she the mom from uh, Lost in Space? No, that is not her. Okay, it looks similar. This to one
0: her. was in an episode of Thirty Rock that I really like. Well, that must be <laughs> where I knew her from. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Uh, I'm going to give this two very confused Gary Busey's looking up from thumb wrestling and then going right back to thumb wrestling.
1: I'm going to give it one Gary Busey suddenly coming out of his uh, drug coma going, I'm going to have to wait for another trailer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Raul stole my keys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, I don't have a car. (laughs) I drove here on a rainbow cloud.
1: (laughs) I I, I lost my license for the chocolate (laughs) river. Wow. Anyway,
0: (laughs) okay, what's next?
1: The next one is Utopia, uh, which is an upcoming Amazon conspiracy thriller show. Um, and this looked really kooky and weird and interesting. Um, I'm kind of intrigued.
0: All those words,
1: yes. (laughs) Um, I realized in the first few minutes that the trailer John Cusack has more work, which is cool.
0: Yes, it was nice to see him.
1: Rain it's Wilson. Kind of having,
0: I feel like a minor renaissance right now. Which mind you, could be completely cut short by the fact that all this is going on.
1: Right, because he was uh, at every convention imaginable. John Cusack, like he's at sci-fi conventions, and he's like not really like a sci-fi known actor, but because um, he didn't have any work. So good for him. And I'm, and Rain Wilson's in there. Rain I like Wilson. him a lot. Um, I'll
0: give it. I will give it a try because of Rain Wilson. If no other reason, I'll give it a shot because Rain Wilson.
1: Yeah, if you haven't seen the trailer, it looks like it's kind of about. This pandemic actually kind of prescient uh, is happening and a lot of apocalyptic things are going on and people will start to realize that it's all mirrored from this comic book. That's everything played out exactly how this comic book said it was going to. So I, I guess they're trying to get to the bottom of it or something. It looks it's just more complicated than that, but it looks fascinating.
0: Uh, I'll give this one Gary Busey spouting conspiracy theories on a street corner.
1: And I'll give it one Raul Julia listening to him going, hmm, he might have a point there. <laughs>
0: I told you the alien penises are coming.
1: (laughs) I'm writing this down. Were they on the rainbow cloud as well? (laughs) No. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. So now we have uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost in Truth Seekers, which is a television show, I believe, on Amazon Prime. Um, It looks like a fun combination of Fringe and Ghostbusters, kind of with that Edgar Wright style humor. Of course, it's them too. I don't know if Edgar Wright's actually involved in this. I didn't see it or not, but uh, it looks really funny. Interesting. Yeah, it
0: looks. I mean, the um, the cinematography and the shots and stuff all look really nice. So it, it does. Like it's going to be a pretty show and good a good budget nice show in that regard. Yeah. Uh, of course. you know, love Nick Frost. Love Simon Pegg for them alone. Once again, I'll give it a shot.
1: A and I love nice paranormal time. stuff. I I know how much you hate ghosts though.
0: Well, it's because they're not real. I don't have to hate them. They're not
1: real. <laughs> How can you hate something that isn't real? Uh, exactly. But also, it looks like it's more to do with also different dimensions and stuff. So you might like that because it's not just ghosts. It could be like it's something weird like, and different.
0: Like, I don't have to hate racist ogres because they don't exist.
1: <laughs> All ogres are not racist. So, yeah, there you go.
0: So are very accepting, but also not real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and also a little tidbit information about Jurassic World 3, uh, which I wouldn't normally care about, but. Colin Trevorrow is trying to pull in some more old fans. because He's saying they're going to have some more animatronics in that movie than usual. And he says Which every is, movie he's done, he's tried to do a little bit more animatronics each time. So that's yeah, cool.
0: With, with the first one, I think they really hit it on the nose and did some good stuff. And the last one, they just, I think, swung back the wrong way.
1: That's the one where they had like the auction with all the. Yeah. Yeah, that was terrible.
0: Yeah, that was pretty bad.
1: And I like most movies. That was just a stump.
0: Charmin does like a lot of movies. <laughs>
1: And uh, it was announced a long time ago that there's a new series, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, uh, which is going to be the story of Captain Pike with uh, the Enterprise crew traveling around episodic, which is kind of neat. And it's great because I saw him uh, at uh, Dragon Con and he was asking the crowd to be like, make sure you go out there and support. Maybe we'll actually get a show someday if you guys really like that idea so much. And they got their show. So it's nice. very nice. Apparently, they have 10 episodes planned out. So it could be a great show for someone like Steve to watch who hasn't watched like all of Star Trek yet.
0: No, um, we'll just add it to the end and we have to find more Jim Henson stuff. That's true. That's <laughs> the end of Muppet yeah. Trek.
1: We'll eventually be reviewing Strange New Worlds on Muppet Trek, folks. In seven to eight years. Seven to eight years. Maybe 13 years. I'm not sure. Maybe. Uh, and then after that, Star Trek Prodigy, uh, which is an animated series just for Nickelodeon, which is interesting. Weird. Uh, They say it's a new original CG animated series, which follows a group of lawless teens who discover a derelict Starfleet ship and use it to search for adventure, meaning and salvation. This will be the first Star Trek animated series aimed at children, uh, which is kind of true because the first animated series in the 70s was aimed towards adults and children. So, right. A little bit of both. But that's interesting. Uh, Yeah. And another animated series is Star Trek Lower Decks, which is aimed for adults. Which will be coming out relatively soon, I think. Not too far away in the future. I think it was like August something. Um, you going to watch that one? Are you th- interested at all?
0: I mean, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: it's the same guys who made Rick and Morty. So um,
0: Okay, then yes.
1: Yeah. I'll be fine with that. Oh, I didn't know if you knew that or not. Yeah, Rick and Morty creators, oh, no, they, they made the Star Trek Lower Decks. It's all about the people who are not part of the main crew. And they kind of get the shit jobs. Um, on the on the ship, and it, it's it's the animation style is kind of reminiscent of Rick and Morty and stuff. It's it's interesting. Okay, yeah, you might like
0: it. All right, never mind. that I like it. So, anything else from San Diego Comic Con we should discuss? Nah, there was a small preview of Rick and Morty season five, like ah. rough r- line drawing storyboard kind of stuff that was funny and good. Makes me hopeful and happy that they're turning it around so quickly.
1: Nice. I never really watched Rick and Morty much. I watched part oh, of season
0: man. one. You got it. It's one of those shows that gets better the more you watch it because you catch more and more and they really think it out and really put a lot into the show. Um, I'll give a shot. Uh, Lovecraft Country uh, via HBO from uh, Jordan Peele. Oh, that should be nice. I like Lovecraft stuff, too. Yeah. Um, it looks dark and menacing just the way that you would want a Lovecraftian story to be.
1: That's HBO, you said? Yeah. Oh, it's got to be good then. They do everything good.
0: Uh, and then there's a, a horror movie called Antlers. That has a lot of, um, like, just a ton of buzz right now. Guillermo del Toro is attached to it. And I look at it, I'm like, ah, I already know the movie. Like everything just looks prescribed. I don't know why people are so excited about this thing.
1: Oh, is there a trailer out and everything? Yeah. Oh, I'll have to check Apparently. that out. I did not catch that one. Um,
0: So it's dark and brooding in a horror film, but it's just, it doesn't excite me.
1: Can't really tell what it's about or anything.
0: I, it looks like a standard creature film. That's what he likes the boy has a mysterious friend that no one believes he has, except for one teacher who thinks it might be different. And then mysterious things starts happening. Teacher gets closer to boy only to discover a dark secret. The boy is the one that's been fetching the creature. It's just going to be that I already know it. <laughs> I just said half the movie.
1: Does the creature have antlers? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They are
0: certainly shown in the (laughs) screenshot I am looking at.
1: Okay. (laughs) It's official.
0: It's got antlers. antlers.
1: It's on the rainbow cloud with the aliens.
0: So I'm going to give that three Gary Buseys all holding their hands up to the side of their head and going, I'm a moose. (laughs) Fantastic. Those are the only things that stuck out to me that we didn't cover otherwise. Well,
1: great. I think that brings us to our radical recommends.
0: right. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking one up. What do you recommend I do? I recommend Pleasant.
1: Wow, I haven't heard of that in a while. So, That's right. Steve, what do you got to recommend for us on this milestone episode?
0: So this, I've got a coffee brand I'm going to recommend. Oh. Uh, my wife got me a variety pack for Father's Day. And like a three-pound bag from them is what I would pay for like a three-pound bag of Starbucks at a store. So I was like, why don't I just order from them? Mm-hmm. Um, so they're called spring heel Jack oh. and they specialize in like dark menacing coffees. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, the ones I had in my pack were re- uh, reanimator and the one I really liked uh, was old scratch. And I ordered a refill of old scratch. I liked it so much. I think I've heard of these spring heel Jack. Ch- check them out. They've got, they've got a really, really well-priced variety pack to at least try them out.
1: Well, spring Hill Jack is also a cryptozoological creature that lives in the forests of some northeastern city. Yes, there is, some,
0: there is a creepy creature bastard on a sticker they send with every order.
1: <laughs> nice. He's <laughs> tastes um, like New Jersey or something.
0: So that's my recommendation. We've been drinking a lot of coffee. We got a little Keurig when we moved in. And so I've been doing a lot of individual cups of spring Jack's Old Scratch. That's my radical recommend.
1: And I'm sure the wife is enjoying getting back into coffee again after not having a baby. Oh, my gosh, yes. And <laughs> beer. Oh, yes. Um, also, I want to uh, recommend a show that has been out for a long time now, but just recently got its season four out of nowhere. And that's Veronica Mars. Uh, wow. That's why it's related to The Good Place, because it stars the oh, wonderful Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell. That's right. And uh, it's one of my girlfriend's favorite shows. So she, we have a list of shows where we want to show each other. And so it's my turn to watch one. I'm watching Veronica Mars. And it's so much fun. It's it's like a kind of Nancy Drew, but it's much darker than you would expect. Like there's some fun moments, but this is a dark show. I was not expecting that. I thought it was like, like happy go lucky 2005 mm-hmm. show. Um, but there's only four seasons in a movie and they did three seasons. It got canceled. Then they did a movie because the fans loved it so much. And they loved it so much that they released last year, uh, a fourth season with Kristen Bell. Um, the whole thing is on Hulu. Um, and you'll see so many guest appearances by actors like that person that person that person like so many celebrities and people over the it has
0: a heavy cult following
1: oh yeah they call them the marshmallows um, like Mars bars marshmallows something Uh, along there I don't know but they're that's what they call the fans Um, but it's definitely worth checking out it's on Hulu now everything so I'm only on season one but I'm liking it a lot so check out some Veronica Mars
0: no, but we can't play this because of copyright stuff. So. Oh, we're talking over. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we're talking over the algorithm doesn't catch it. <laughs> we never
1: did find a thank you song. <laughs> well, first of all, before we go, we want to shout out to some people uh, who are doing some awesome things out in the podcasting land. I am just very sad that I don't ever get the time or find the time to make mp3s and send into these shows i listen to so much and that they come and steve and i both listen to
0: so sean feel free to steal the sound from this episode
1: yes and
0: use it for your episode as as like our endorsement
1: not because we're lazy but because we're (laughs) Overworked. I'm <laughs> so first, uh, Sean Vanderloo, who is uh, has his 300th episode of the Rusted Robot podcast. That's right. The Rusted Robot podcast had 300 episodes. What
0: started as a simple podcast where every week they were going to talk about different robots and science fiction has blossomed into a show about everything
1: everything sci-fi and science and crazy show
0: about the zodiac i think yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) but look at that it's funny because we started our shows around the same time and we have 136 and he has 300 (laughs) although we did branch off eventually
0: he only has three shows okay never mind (laughs)
1: He had Not like bad. four or two of the sci-fi waffle or anything too. But then his other podcast, the soul forge has reached its three year anniversary. Uh, another big milestone. And that's yep. a lot of those episodes were just him talking about a topic by himself for like a half an hour. Um, then you like started getting lots of life guests.
0: stuff and yeah. two, two or three parter about falling in love and sleeping with a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. You got <laughs> to that really like, That's the one I always recommend to people. Is that set? Cause they're just so, it's such a good story. It's so
1: interesting. And it kind of helped inspire us to do this happy crap podcast a little bit, kind of getting more personal talk about our, our backstories and our life and that kind of thing. But we just
0: so, don't get to BS enough. So it just gives us an excuse. Very much so.
1: And now on the Rusted Robot podcast, they have um, Sean and Josh and Kitty as co-hosts. Sometimes his brother Robin comes on. So it's changed a lot over the years, but it's Uh it's really great. And Soul Forge has random guests come on. I've been a guest on there. Steve, you've been a guest on there, I believe. We talked about moving. That's right. Soul Forge, check that out. And now our other friend of the show, uh, Daniel Peter Hitch, author and now podcaster, does the Temporal Trek prod- podcast, which is also amazing. And it's, does, it's covering Star Trek in the strangest way, going chronologically uh, through the entire show, not when they were released, but chronologically by what events happened in the show. So he goes from the Big Bang all the way up to the future, um, clip by clip, not episode by episode. It's insane. Uh, please check it out. I've guessed it on one show and Steve, I hear I you're going to be on soon. I, yeah,
0: I record this coming week. Yeah.
1: And what, what are you going to be covering on your show? We're
0: going to be talking about first contact, which has some great time travel stuff. And it's probably, probably my favorite or second favorite of the star Trek films.
1: Yeah. And we covered it on a previous episode of the play on nerd. So there you go. Yeah. um, And then all, all, both of those guys, Sean and Daniel Peter Hitch, and longtime friend of the show as well, Paul Wright, All right. have started the Cosmic Pizza podcast. So please check that out. It's a lot of fun. They go really in-depth, and they're going to be uh, talking to experts in their fields, um, authors, uh, com- comedians, scientists, and they even talk to me. I've already guessed it on an episode. that will be coming out soon uh, talking about uh, voiceovers and voice acting. But uh, d- please forgive me on that episode because my um, house was flooding that day and so i barely made it to the podcast i was like 45 minutes late to the recording so i apologize to them but i was all flustered for the recording so i apologize in advance <laughs> but please check out cosmic pizza podcast it's really cool and really in depth and paul does a great job um, adding in sound effects and music and that kind of thing to that too so check it out that, um, yeah so that well, about that does it of- yeah
0: thank you everyone for listening During us next time for episode 137 we're i don't know maybe we'll do a holiday episode or something i don't know
1: yeah and if not check out muppet Trek, real opposition
0: and sappy crap in the meantime which we'll be having coming out regularly we're basically releasing it something every friday now something yes exactly something but it'll be one of the three it'll be a grab bag and you'll always be interested to know what it is uh so until next time keep on coming back to be our nerdy audience we will keep on coming back to be your nerdy co-hosts thanks again internet
1: stay nerdy my friends
0: Thanks for listening to A Play on Nerds. Find all of this content and even more nerdy news, reviews, and fun at www.aplayonnerds.com.
1: Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter so you know the exact second we release new podcasts, articles, and other nerdy content. We know you're impatient.
0: Subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean, Buzzsprout, Podomatic, and... Whatever the hell else you use. Also, please leave us a rating and review on your chosen
1: podcast platform so we can be discovered by even more nerds like yourself. However you do it,
0: check us out. And how...